Welcome to the Of Course You Did podcast, your go-to source for brain-based mindset tools and highly effective business strategies that will help you create a truly aligned business. I'm your host, Brooke Alexander. I started out having no idea how to coach people or how to build a successful business to building an internationally accredited coach training and certification program, The Created Coach Method the most interactive, high-touch online NLP and coach training experience. Each week, we're going to dive into the concepts, skills, and methods that will help you increase your impact, profits, and authority. Want to learn how you can become a standout coach? Join my free training, which walks you through the exact things you need to focus on to become the go-to coach at createdmindacademy.com slash standoutcoach. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode, and don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of my latest episodes. Hello, and welcome to today's podcast. We have a really fun one for you today. This is something that I I posted a reel on this a few months ago now, and people really seemed to like it. So I wanted to elaborate on all of the points that I made in the reel and add a couple more in because I think it's important for me to go into why this advice is actually really terrible and um, just get a little bit clearer on what I mean by each specific one and what you can do if you are kind of doing any of these things or if you are believing any of these things. First of all, First of all, I want to give a little bit of a an update from me. We have a lot going on. It is only Wednesday and I feel like I've been so busy that I already feel like it's Friday. I actually feel like it's Friday. Like how is there still more to the week? I feel like I've already done so much. We've been working behind the scenes so much on updates for the creative coach method and literally updating everything, everything, the whole lot. We're updating the tests. We're updating the graduation requirements. We are updating every single training that will all be redone. And, um, I'll be adding so much more training to the life and success component of the, the certification. And, I'll go into why I'm doing all of this in a future podcast episode, but my goal, my priority is to make this the most interactive, high-touch, in-depth coach and NLP and hypnosis certification program that exists. My priority is to make sure that every single student that comes through the Creative Coach Method has everything they need, everything that I can provide and I can give in order to help them become competent coaches, competent coaches, ethical coaches, and take action in their business. Now, obviously what each student does with the things that I provide, you know, is completely on them. I'm not responsible for someone else's results. However, I, I want to give so much. I want this to be I want this to be interactive and I want every single student to 
come out of it and finish it once they've gone through all of the, the work and done everything that they need to do. I want them to feel confident going into coaching sessions, promoting their business, taking action. So when I first started the created coach method, I was following the format that I was taught to follow. The coaching, the training has to be like this. You have to include this. You have to ask test questions on this. They have to provide these videos. They have to do this. This is the way. And it's just like this, um, just cookie cutter way of doing things. And that was really great for me to do at the beginning, really great at the beginning while I was just kind of learning how to teach people and learning how to put a program together. But now that I have experience, we have students, a bunch of students graduated, a bunch of students in the program, I'm able to step back and say, hang on a minute, what do I want this training to be? What do I want to create from my head, from me, from my own ideas, rather than what someone else has told me it has to be or it has to look like. So I didn't even intend on talking about that right now, but here we are. So yeah, been working behind the scenes on doing that. We are updating our student community platform. We're taking it off Facebook because Facebook is gross. I hate Facebook. The only thing I use Facebook for is literally Facebook Marketplace. I just have sold a bunch of stuff on there. I'm looking at my pile of cash right now because uh, we are moving. We are moving. Sean and I are moving to Mexico in October. I am so excited. I I'm excited and obviously a little bit nervous, but mostly excited. I'm so freaking excited to go to Mexico. I've always wanted to live in Mexico. So we're going to Mexico City for two weeks and then we're going down to Sayulita, which is on the other, uh, the Pacific side. And um, yeah, I'm really excited. We're going to live there. We don't know when we're coming back, honestly. Uh, it's going to depend on the, <laughs> the way that the world is going at the time. It, uh, yeah, there's a lot happening in Canada right now. So we decided to peace out. Um, I think that was all I wanted to say there. That was also a little tangent, but another really exciting thing that I'll just want to update you on. And then I'm going to dive into the actual topic that we're going to be talking about today. We now have an assistant coach in the created coach method and that is Tamea. She is one of our Created Coach graduates. So I'm so excited to be having her in the program as an assistant coach to help her develop her skills as a coach and help her develop her skills in NLP and hypnosis and everything else. So she's been a really great help for me right now. As I'm updating the program, it's been really great to speak to someone who went through it online and someone who has graduated because when I did my training, it was in person and it's completely different to the way that I kind of run everything now. Obviously, I do it online. So I wanted to have her experience and her her feedback as someone who's gone through it online. Honestly, I prefer it online. I think that the online format Although a lot of people might think, oh, but it's online, it's not in person, am I going to get the practice? The way that I've set up this program is that you get more expert feedback from me, more expert supervision from me, and soon to be Tamea as well. You get more opportunity to actually practice and ask questions because we have calls 
Uh, sometimes it's it's usually every week. Right now we're doing it bi-weekly just uh, as the summer ends here, as I prepare to move and as I prepare to update everything. But usually it's once a week we have group calls at least once a week. You can connect with your other students and have Zoom calls and practice and ask questions. You can ask question, questions in the groups that you get so much more face-to-face time to practice and ask questions than you do in an in-person training. In an in-person training, you get 15 minutes to practice your techniques and it's like, hurry up, time is running out. You get 15 minutes to practice your techniques and the trainer isn't even able to go around and give each person feedback. The trainer is only able to say, I see that you are practicing. So there's very little feedback, very little supervision. And that's why I actually love doing it online. I feel like it's it's actually way, way better. It's better for me as a trainer as well, because I have more opportunity to get really specific in what I want to say and make sure I cover each and every single point that I need to cover when I am delivering the training, which you can't do when you're in person. Obviously you forget things. You think, oh man, I forgot that this thing was really important, but yeah, anyway, oh my gosh. Okay. So that is, I think, the end of my life update, create a coach update. If you are interested in learning more about the create a coach method and joining us in becoming an amazing standout coach, you can head to createdmindacademy.com slash certification, and you can learn all about our coaching certification in there. You can also head to the link in my bio and you can message me on Instagram at brookealexander.com. Co. All right, let's get into the meat and potatoes of this episode. We are talking about the worst business advice I have ever received. Most of it I've received. Some of it uh, we'll get to at the end. I have heard of other people kind of commented on my reel and gave me their input of what the worst advice they ever got was. So, Worst business advice I have ever received. Like I said, most of these are based on advice that I got. And at the time that I got this advice, I believed it. I got it from people who I looked up to, people I was paying to coach me. Uh, so I, I believed it. I thought that was true. And I put it into practice, even though... The majority of it didn't feel good. I got the advice from the person and I was like, "Mm, I don't know if I can do that. This doesn't feel right. But I, I thought, well, this person knows better than me. This person is more successful than me. This person has more money than me. That's like a whole nother rabbit hole I could go into. But okay, I'll believe them and took action on it and it didn't feel good when I did the thing. It either didn't feel good or it didn't get the results that I was hoping for or both. But it wasn't until after I had done it, after I had put it into practice and, you know, a a while down the, the track. And once I'd given myself more time, I'd practiced other things. And then I was able to look back on the past and realize, oh, that's actually really friggin' bad advice. That's actually really bad advice. Some of it is it's bad advice for me and some of it is it's bad advice in general. So 
What I want to say here is if you are doing any of these things, if you have heard of any of these things, if you've been told these things, if you believe these things, if you want to follow them and do them, that's totally okay. Keep doing you. I'm sharing the things that I have learned from my years of experience as a coach, as a trainer, as an online business person. If you're doing any of these things and you're like, oh gosh, I knew this was bad advice, you can stop. You can just decide that you don't want to do that thing anymore. One of the things that I have learned and come to realize and gotten really good at well, I don't know really good, but gotten better at in my years of having an online business is believing in myself to the point that and for the purpose of trusting my own ideas, coming up with my own ideas instead of thinking that I always have to get advice from someone else. I always have to follow what someone else is doing, someone more successful than me. There's a difference between copying someone and following what someone else is doing because you don't know what to do and you think that that's what you have to do to get it done, to get the results. And there's a difference between that and modeling someone saying, okay, what specific things is this person doing? Because in NLP, we model people. That is how all of the processes of NLP came to be. The founders and creators of NLP modeled successful people, successful therapists and hypnotherapists, figured out exactly how they get the results that they get with their clients and put that into a process that other people could then follow and put into practice with their clients. So there is a difference between modeling and just willy-nilly doing what someone else is doing because you hope it's going to get the same results for you. There is a difference. So I think that's the 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 spiel that I had at the beginning there for you. Now let's get into the advice. The first one is pretend to be someone you're not so people will buy from you. This came from, I was told by a coach that I needed to share share my life on Instagram, share my stories more, share what I was doing and beef it up a little bit because people want to buy a life that they or a lifestyle that they don't have that they want. So if you can show them that you have a lifestyle that they want and you're getting results that they want, then they will buy from you. Then you will get clients. And at the time, I, I've, I've never enjoyed Instagram, to be honest. I don't give a shit about sharing what I'm doing on my day on fucking Instagram. I don't fucking care about opening up my phone every 10 minutes to say, oh my gosh, you guys, this is what I'm doing. This is what I was thinking. Like if other people do that, that's great. I, I, I don't really follow anyone who does that. I unfollowed just pretty much everyone. But if you do that, that's fine. And if it works for you and you love it, good for you. I just don't. I just don't enjoy doing that. I would much rather sit here, record a podcast, record a YouTube video, write a blog post, do things that's actually going to have a long-term impact that will stick around for years to come rather than be gone in 24 hours. That just seems like a waste of my time and I don't care to talk about stuff all the time. 
So that for me, like being like, oh my gosh, I've got to show all these things that I'm doing on Instagram and I've got to make it look better than it is. And I've got to make myself look more successful than I am. And I just was like, oh man, I can't freaking do this. Like, what am I even going to do? What am I even going to show? And it led me down the path of being inauthentic on Instagram, creating content just for the sake of it, feeling bad when I didn't want to talk on Instagram, feeling bad when I didn't have anything to share, feeling bad when I didn't have results that I could show to people to get people to buy from me. So created this mindset of if I don't get results and have results to actually show, that means no one will actually buy from me. That means I won't actually sell anything. So it was this like vicious cycle of I don't have results, which means I can't show my results, which means no one will buy from me, which means I don't have results, you know, and it was just this constant thing. And I had to snap out of that and realize, hang on a minute, that's not true. I don't have to be showing off results all of the time. I don't have to be showing off my life. I don't have to be beefing up my life and making it look better than it is or making myself look more successful than I am. I just have to show my value. I have to be authentic. I get to do things my own way because I don't want to do things on Instagram. I don't want Instagram to be my number one platform where I spend time. I I just don't, that's, Instagram is great and a lot of people find me on Instagram and it's a great platform for to be on, to promote your content, to share content. I often think of Instagram as like the proof that you're alive. So someone maybe will come to your website or find your podcast or your blog post. But then after they do that, they'll go to your Instagram to make sure you're alive. I don't know why this is the way I think of it, but this is just the way that I do. And if you're constantly if you're posting, recently posting, let's say if you've recently posted something on Instagram, if you have your story there with a circle around it, then someone will come to your website and be like, your Instagram and be like, okay, they're still there. They're alive. They are posting. And I don't mean alive as in like, you're not dead, but like your business is still functioning. You do things in your business. It's not just a dead website, you know? I don't know if that makes sense to you, but it makes sense to me. So This has been a whole long spiel on this. The main point that I want to get to is you do not need to pretend to be someone that you're not so that people will buy from you. You do not need to pretend that you have more money than you have. You do not have to pretend that you're more successful than you are. You do not have to pretend that you're more spiritual than you are. Be authentic. Be true to you. Do not believe the bullshit that you have to buy expensive handbags and do all of this stuff to make people think that you're someone that you're not because people won't fucking believe it for starters. People actually won't believe it. They'll see right through it and you're not going to feel good doing it and you don't need to do this. This does not mean it does not equate to your success. How many handbags you can show on Instagram and how much money you can say that you have does not equate to how much your business is going to achieve. And this one I'm really passionate about because it really I it really made me disappointed in the person who gave me this advice. It I was disappointed in them at the time because I was like that that just that's like doesn't feel good. It felt like the person 
hadn't uh, listened to me, didn't care about me and what worked for me. It was just a blanket advice. I've seen someone else be successful doing this. So you should do this too. And I was disappointed at the time. And then even looking back, I was more disappointed because I just was like, it's, that's not fair. So anyway, I could go on about this for a long time, but that's the, the first worst business advice that I want to share with you. The second one is that you have to spend money before you can make money. Now, I do not think this is true either. I do not think that you have to spend a ton of money on your website, on your logo, on, I don't know, a photo shoot, on all of this stuff before you can start making money. You can start coaching and getting clients, all you need is a way to take a payment. That is all you need to start making money. You just need a way to take payment. That could be PayPal, which most people already have. A Stripe account, Thrivecart, although that that one costs more. You can do it through Podia. Podia now sells coach. You can sell coaching sessions through Podia now, which is something that I've been talking about for a long time. Uh, So it's really cool to see them integrate this into their platform, but you do not have to spend money before you can make money. If you have an awesome service, if you can actually help people get results, that's important. You can't just pretend that you can help people get results and not actually be able to help people get results. You need to know that you can help people get results. You just need to have a system for helping people do that and a way to let people pay you. So you can start making money right away. You do not need a website. You don't. You can use Notion to set up your page on what your coaching offers. You can have a link to a PDF that you host in your Google Drive. You do not need to pay for a website. The one caveat that I do have this to this advice is that you need to be willing to invest in yourself, especially if you expect your own clients or students to invest in themselves by working with you. This one, I, I, you do not need to spend money before you can start making money. But you, if you expect your clients to be investing their time in you, investing their money in working with you, then you need to be willing to invest in yourself first. I never ever will ask my clients or students to go somewhere to do something that I myself am not willing to do. I will not ask them to do inner work that I am not willing to do. I will not ask them to do anything that I myself am not willing to do. I will not ask them to invest in a mastermind or a master coach certification if I wasn't willing to do the same thing for myself. I am constantly updating my training. I do so many trainings. I have done three or four NLP trainings. I've done quite a lot and I continue to invest in myself and my business because That means that I have a better business for my students and for my clients. And you need to be investing in yourself and your skills as a coach. So although you do not need to spend money before you can make money, you can start working with clients on little things and being honest with the results that you can help them achieve and then be willing to invest 
in yourself. I'm going into way more detail into all of these than I expected I would, but we're here now, so this is what we're doing. The next one is don't share too much of what you know or people won't want to work with you. Now, obviously, don't give away your work for free, but you can absolutely share what you know. It's important for you to share that you know stuff, but because that's how people know that you know what you're freaking talking about. But I obviously don't mean give away your work for free. The way that I work around this is I want to share that I know stuff about what I am talking about. I want to share that I know what I'm talking about. And where I draw the line is I don't share anything that I already share in my coaching certification. So in the creator coach method, and I don't share anything that I charge my clients for the stuff that we go through in our, in our private coaching, but I can share stuff. I know about, uh, I can share a little bit about questions to ask on discovery calls. I can share my calendar. Like you can go through my Instagram and I have some educational posts in there that were actually really, really helpful. And they were things that I could share that show my expertise and they were actionable things. People can save those posts and learn from them, but it's not the stuff that I am charging for in my programs. That just wouldn't be fair to my clients and students. The only thing that I do share that I do also teach inside the created coach method is the coaching framework that I created. That is the created coach method, the actual method. And I share the framework that we go through, the actual coaching framework, the steps, the things that you can do in your coaching sessions And I have posts on this. I have podcasts on this. I have blog posts on this. I have videos on this. I have all stuff on this because I want to be able to share this thing because it's going to help people and people can use it and incorporate their own modalities and the things that they already know. But they're also going to see the benefit of learning the tools inside Created Coach and incorporating that into the framework as well. So for this thing, it's really beneficial for me to share because it's actually going to really help people whether or not they're in Created Coach, but it's also going to help people see that I know what I'm talking about, that this framework is actually really, really awesome. And they're also going to see, oh, wow, I could I could definitely incorporate extra tools into my coaching sessions and they're going to see the gaps that they can fill with things inside Created Coach. So when you are sharing your content, share content that helps people understand that you know what you're talking about without giving away the stuff that you charge for. Obviously, I don't want you to give away your work for free. I do not give away my work for free, but it's okay for people, for you to share the stuff that you know, because when it comes down to it, people want to work with you for you. And that's what they're, that's what they're there for. The fact is that all of the NLP stuff that I teach, all of the 
not maybe not all of the stuff that I share with my pri- private clients, but NLP is so widely known and it's not copyrighted. So a lot of it is available on the internet. You can go on the internet and search how to do NLP techniques, but that's not going to give you the feedback, the supervision, the practice, all of the things that you can only get when you decide to sign up for a program and work with someone. So that's what it is. A lot of the stuff that you're going to share about your coaching business is going to be available online to people as well. Most of it is going to be available, but that's not what people are paying for. People want to work with you because they want your expertise, they want your feedback, and they want to commit to, they want that accountability of paying, of having a coach. So you can share stuff and know that people will still choose to work with you. I want to say it again, obviously don't give away all of your courses and programs for free now, just because I said this, but people will choose to work with you because of you. Our next worst business advice is be fearless. And in other words, just do the thing, just do that thing that you are afraid to do, or just go live or just make the post or just start the thing. And While I know that this is good intentioned, I see this and I've experienced this mostly from the people who are out of touch with where their community is at in their journey. Because when you get further along in your own journey, it can be hard to remember what it was like at the beginning. And I have, I know this is a fact. I know this is what happens because because I've experienced this myself, but also someone I looked up to who gave me the advice of just do the thing also said to me, yeah, you know, I forget what it was like when I was at the beginning of my journey and, you know, I was scared to go live and now I'm like, just go live, just do it. I don't understand why you won't do it because she was so out of touch with where her community is because she's so far along in her journey, which is so great for her. Like I'm all the success amazing but it can be and this isn't just about this specific person this happens to everyone the further along that you get like I can't remember what it was like when I used to have negative self-talk and I used to I know that I used to hate myself like I can remember in I think it was in high school at the end of high school I was really really depressed probably even after that as well but I was really depressed. And I remember that I used to think to myself, I hate myself. I hate myself so much. And, but now I can't, I can't remember what that felt like. I, now I couldn't even imagine saying those things to myself. So it's natural. It's normal that you kind of forget things that happened in the past. You forget how difficult things were or what you had to go through to get to where you are. But the advice of just be fearless, just do the thing is not helpful advice. It's not helpful, although it's well-intentioned, it's not helpful advice. So if you are getting this advice of you should just do the thing, you should just, just do it. I don't understand why you won't do it. Remember that you are more, most likely at a different place in your internal and external world than the person who's giving you the advice. And that is totally okay. You have to take your own journey and your own path to get to where you want to go. Our next one, and this one, just, I couldn't, it was, I heard this one when the person told me this. This is advice that I specifically received. She told me the way that she told me we were talking about 
how I was going to price something. And she said to me, well, this other person, and at the time this other person was super successful and well-known, prices her at her thing at this rate. So you need to consider that when you're pricing your offer. And I was shocked when she said that to me because I was like, wait, like what? That So the, the bad advice here is to price yourself lower than people who are already successful or even to compare your prices to someone else. That is such bad advice. You do not need to compare your prices to someone else. That is comparing your pricing to someone else to set your pricing. It's like there's just no way that that makes any logical sense. There are so many things that come into play when you are creating your pricing. You need to figure out how much money you need to, you want to make in order to be able to pay your bills and survive. So that comes into play there. You also need to consider what price you are confident in asking for and receiving. And you need to consider how much money you need to make in order to actually turn a profit based on what you're putting into it, how much time you're putting into it, how much all of the other things that you're paying for are costing. So it's just really bad advice. Do not compare your prices to anyone else's. Set your prices based on your unique things, like the things that I just mentioned. And this is one of the things that I go deeper on with my private clients when we're figuring out how much to charge for your offers and how much you're willing to receive for them. So bad advice, really bad advice. In the comments of the reel, I asked for other people's bad advice that they had received. And one of them was to go into debt for this training. Oh my gosh. The coaching industry, I have heard some pretty messed up stories. I have a friend who has a story. She many years ago was on a call with a coach. She was going to sign up, thinking about signing up for a coaching with her. And the coach basically told her that she should get a credit card without her husband knowing to pay for the coaching. And that is so messed up. That is absolutely so messed up. If you do not have the financial means to pay back a debt that you go into for a training, that is really bad advice. If you need to, or if going into debt for you, if borrowing a bit of money from a family member or from your credit card or from your bank or whatever is something that you can financially manage and actually works for you and you're not putting yourself in a bad financial position, that is fine. Then you do what works for you financially. But just the blanket statement of you should just go into debt. And I've heard this before. Oh my gosh, I've heard this before. And this kind of goes into the other first point that I was making about you have to, or the second point, I can't remember, that you have to spend money before you can make money. Like you do not need to, people who say, yeah, but sign up for this training because it will help you make more money. Even if you have to go into debt for this, think about all the money that you can make once you do this training. 
oh my gosh, I want to make a puke noise right now. Such bad advice that is so messed up. So messed up. Um, If you can financially go into debt, do it. But do not think that you ever have to go into debt and don't fall for the trap of, yeah, but if you if you spend this money now, you're proving to the universe that you believe in yourself and the universe is just going to give you more money. That's fucked up. That is so fucked up. The next one is the one that I got from the comments is find a successful Instagram account that does what you do, does something similar to what you do and follow their strategy. Goes back to what I was saying before. You have to be authentic to you. Just because someone else has a strategy or is doing things a certain way, that doesn't mean it's going to equal success for you. What is that saying? Results are not typical. It's like when I see get this coaching blueprint and you'll become a six-figure coach in six months and you'll be fully booked out. And it's literally just the most basic advice. Like there is no, it just doesn't work like that. You can't follow someone else's blueprint to get exactly the same results as them. You're a different person. Different things are going to feel good to you. You're going to be better and at different things within your business and you have a different probably niche. So things are just going to work differently. And especially with Instagram, if you just follow another account and do the same things that they do, because you think that you're following their strategy, they might not even have a strategy. They might just be doing things willy nilly, throwing spaghetti at the wall, and it might just be working. So you do not need to copy what someone else does. The diff- there is a difference between copying and modeling, but Most people don't know the difference and most people are just copying in this situation. You do not need to just find someone else and do what they're doing. And another one, the final one that we have here is maybe you should lower your prices. Oh man, I've had this one before and this one is a tough one because it can really get to you, especially if you're a new coach or a new business owner if people aren't buying or if one of your potential clients asks you to lower your prices, I actually had a friend once tell me my price was too high and I was like, you don't even know what you're talking about. But at the time I felt really angry about it and I was like, oh my God, is she right? Should I? But it goes back to when it comes to what I was saying about charging your prices, you have to charge what's right for you. You have to charge what you are confidently able to ask for and confidently able to receive without having those doubts in your mind of, oh my gosh, is it good enough? Are they going to like it? Blah, blah, blah. If you are thinking those things in your head so much so that you can't even sell, then you need to do some work around your prices and your money mindset stuff for sure. But Another thing that I want to say here is don't take advice, and this is well known, don't take advice from someone that you wouldn't trade places with. I never take advice, and I've learned this the hard way. I do not take advice from anyone who is not in my industry or niche who isn't in a place where I want to be. And I'm going to call Sean out for a minute here, and he's awesome, and his advice is always well-intentioned, but he's in a different industry to me. So sometimes when he gives me advice, I know he means well, 
but I have learned that I can't listen to it anymore unless it's got something to do with Google ads because obviously he knows what he's talking about there but I can't listen to it anymore because he has a different way of taking action than me and he's in a completely different business and it's the same for my friends who give me advice who are not at all even in business or have different kinds of businesses which is the one who told me to lower my prices uh she's not even in the same business as me so you set your prices on what feels good for you on what is good for you to receive on what you need to make money on what you need to pay your bills and on what you need to actually turn a profit based on all of the things that you have to pay for to have your business So that is my worst business advice. This went for a lot longer than I thought it was going to. The best way to figure out what's going to work for you is to question everything and experiment as much as possible. The reason that I wanted to do this episode is because I wanted to show you that you get to experiment that you do not have to believe what someone else is telling you just because you think they're more successful than you, just because you think they make more money than you, okay? You do not have to follow what they're doing or follow what they say. And this even goes for me. If some of this, you can try all of these out and put all of these things into practice as the opposite, put them into practice as though it's all good advice and experiment and see what works for you. Do not follow what I say and as what's the as bible is that the term? You don't have to just follow what I say. Take what I say, listen to it, apply it, experiment and find out what works for you. Always experiment and question everything everything and not in a skeptical way but just a scientific way okay well this is what you tell me I'm going to experiment and see if I get the same results and if I don't get the same results well then obviously something is off something is different something works different for me something works better for me so practice experiment and if something doesn't feel good to you if some advice does not feel good to you not in a way of it doesn't feel good because I'm scared to do it but in a way of like oh that that just is not with my values, that does not align with my values, that is not authentic for me, that doesn't feel good intuitively, then don't you don't have to listen to it. No matter how much someone tells you the how much money they have made. Okay. All right. That is it for this episode. Before you leave, I would absolutely love it if you could head to the Apple podcast app and leave me a review. I love reading your reviews and it's really helpful for the podcast as well. So that is it for this episode and I will catch you in our next one.